I'm Julie. I'm Amy. And it's time to pucker up. Hey! What's up? We're post-Christmas. We are post-Christmas. We got a late Christmas present today, though. The weirdest Christmas present? The Yes, the winningest <laughs> third period ever. Well, um, we're going to get to that. But, uh, yeah. so we're now to the bye week. So let's cover everything that happened between Christmas and the bye week. Which was a lot. In an hour. Which is a little. So I went to the Winter Classic. Julie did go to the Winter Classic. A hoe never gets cold. It's true. And it was a lot colder than I expected it to be because uh, the wind was blowing. It was it was like 50 degrees, but the wind was blowing. And my body didn't get cold, but when you're sitting there in the wind holding a beer, your fingers mm. get cold. And we missed the very beginning of the game, so we get to our seats, and then it's a shit show because of the way they arrange their accessible seating. So we figure out our seats right as Corey Perry is being Corey Perry and getting kicked out. So we didn't really see that happen, but you know. And then, of course, we documented some pig races. Hog races? Piglets! I thought they were piglets! They were small pigs. They said on the TV, piglets. They were definitely not full-sized pigs. Okay. Because they were little and cute, and I know what a full-sized pig looks like, and it's not that. Full-sized well, pigs there are you not, go. Full-sized pigs are not cute. No, they're big and they're, ugly and usually dirty. I mean, eh, pigs are actually also very smart. That's kind of a weird thing. Anyway, it was a really cool atmosphere. Um, Roham Yossi was the pig piglet winner. <laughs> pig champion. Alex Oinkvechkin did not make it out of his heat. Bummer. Um, and then, the, of course, the Dallas Stars won because everybody, uh, Nashville thought they were hot shit in the first period, but then Dallas was like, oh, remember how we're a second half team? Just like the Dallas Cowboys. I guess. I don't know I that mean, the Dallas Cowboys are still a second half team, but they used to be. Ah, uh, okay. When I was going to say, since when do you bring up football? I, when I knew people who watched football. Um, uh, I mean, I still know people who watch football, but like not the Dallas Cowboys. Well, there's that. Because my friend's wife, uh, my friend's wife, my friend's. Sam's husband, so my friend's wife, um, yeah, was I've met him. That's was, accurate. Was messaging me about. Um, she's like, they're getting ready to go to see Motion City soundtrack, and she's messaging. She's like, all oh, the Chiefs are losing. They're doing so bad. Michael's gonna be so upset. He's gonna be in such a bad mood. I don't know if you know this, but the Chiefs ended up running out of fireworks. They scored so many times. Um, so perhaps that was the best football story I've heard all year. The Houston Texans are a first quarter team and that's that on that the city of houston's taking some real blows in the last week yeah, as far as yeah between that and the, and the astros and yeah oh, but we're not talking about that that's other sports other than that so Ilya kovalchuk was terminated by the kings where he was getting paid some ridiculous amount of money that i don't remember what was to not score goals basically um so they mutually terminated his contract and then they uh the canadians turned around and signed him for league minimum which is about what he deserves to get paid in the nhl and he's apparently scoring goals for them which i guess you can do when no one else on the team scores goals i guess you can and then my other favorite thing to come out of montreal is um yes barry kaniemi getting in a fight and his grandma telling him not to do that anymore you know what when you're that young your grandma's still alive it's true. This child, this child is. He got really... a text from his grandma said, "Don't do that again." When you're that young, your grandma knows how to text. I'm saying. <laughs> this child is five. More firings to talk about. Two coaches and a GM fired. And two coaches since... and a GM. You know what? <clears throat> Extremely timely. 
I only took my Christmas tree out this week. There you go. Pam just took hers down today. Yeah, we're really all falling down on the job. Pretty much. Um, Preds fired LaViolette and hired John Hines. And you know how everybody in New Jersey was like, fire Hines, fire Hines. And I kept saying, that's not the answer. That's not the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, Hines gets to um, uh, Nashville <gasps> and... They immediately start winning. And Pekka Rene scores a goal. So hey. was Hines the answer or was shitty goaltending the answer? Because uh, Alan Nasreddin did not win a game in his first nine games with uh, the Devils. So I don't think... Again, John Hines, not really the answer. Problem. Question? I love that coaches get fired for not having goaltending. Like, I listen. Look, we're starting on this list, right? The Preds fire LaViolette. Then, because that was a stupid... uh, Not the Preds firing LaViolette, but because John Hines being fired was a stupid fucking move. Then they fired Ray Shero. Because there's no goaltending! Well, there's also, I think there's a little bit more to the Ray Shero thing. No, there's more to the Ray Shero thing because he didn't want to rely on all these people that they had hired to do analytics and shit like that. And, um... Well, also, he built that team. What he did in the offseason was clearly to keep Taylor Hall, but not much else. I.e., like, he didn't fix the goaltending problem. Well, I think... They're like, okay, so part of their problem with fixing the goaltending problem is that you, there's nothing you can do with Corey Schneider. Well, and whose fault is that? No, Ray Shera wasn't there for that, was he? I don't know. That might have been a Lou. I think that was signing. I don't think that was Shero. I think that, and I think that Ray Shero is bearing the brunt of something that he didn't particularly have control over, but part of their problem with goaltending is that there's nothing they can do in their goaltending. Like, they got Deming trying to help it. Then Blackwood got hurt. Deming is actually terrible. You wouldn't know it in the games we played against him, but... uh. I mean, we did chase him the other night. Oh, no, he got hurt. Never mind. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, now he's hurt. See, so what happens when you get an old goalie? Well, to be fair, Schneider got called up because Blackwood was hurt. Blackwood's not old. True, but... Blackwood's backing up uh, Schneider tonight. Blackwood? Is he? I don't know if it's Schneider. I think it's Schneider. Yeah, Schneider's getting the start against Columbus. God bless him. I feel so bad for all of the Devil's Beat writers who are going to have to listen to that canon so many times tonight. I found out recently that they do it to start the game as well. Oh, really? So my hopes of going to Columbus ever are non-existent. So you know what could be worse, though? What? You could be Steve Dangle, put a dollar in the Dangle jar, who was at the All-Star game in Columbus. Guess how many times he heard the canon? Because you know what scoring in All-Star games is like. Oh, God. Do they just fire it for everyone in the All-Star game? Like, Yep. Oh. Um, and then to wrap up our hiring and firings, Gerard Gallant was fired in Vegas. Very now, unceremoniously. I think there has to be something more going on here because this is a man who was named to the All-Star game as a coach. He's, he's a Jack Adams winner. Like, he, like, I don't understand I think Vegas are in a wild card spot. I tend to agree with Adam Wilde, put a dollar in the dangle jar, that because McPhee is no longer the GM, the 
new, new and I say new in air quotes. Well, new GM wants his own coach. He wants to pick who the coach is. So he hired DeBoer? Hey, well. Listen, what I said after Gallant was fired what, and DeBoer was hired was they wanted a coach who could score more than once in a four-minute double minor um, because that's what happened in the game immediately prior to uh, Gallant's firing. They were playing the Sabres, and the Sabres won, bless up. But one of the Sabres, and now I can't remember who, I want to say Colin Miller, sticked someone in the face, made him bleed, and took a double minor. Mm. And we were at hockey in heels, not you and I, but... I, we, Miranda and a group, I, a group, a group of people. Miranda and I were standing in the uh, snack bar at Hockey and Heels because it was like kind of like killing time between moving stations, kind of watching the Sabres game for a couple of minutes because it was on because they always had hockey on in the rink. Yep. And um, we see this four minute mile. I'm like, fuck. Because <laughs> the Sabres penalty kill is not good. And then they score one goal and I'm like, nope, we gotta go. Bye. They only oh, scored me. one goal. Now, DeBoer is known for being able to score four goals in a minor, in a major. So, and no, I know you can't actually score more than two goals in a four-minute minor, but... Still. Still. Anyway, that's my theory on why they hired DeBoer, who Gallant once called a clown. I mean... Yes, please go hire the recently fired coach of your only rival. Look, I mean, either it's a huge troll job on the team. Like, I don't understand. Like, so much of it doesn't make sense. That that can't do good for team morale. It can't. And then William Carlson was scratched. Uh, but, like, not healthy scratched. Scratch, scratched. Scratch, scratched. And like, then, sit on your ass scratched. Everyone's favorite stepdad, Justin Williams, signed in Carolina. Oh, true. My, oh, I had one last question on the coaching thing. Oh, sure. Um, who's going to replace Bruce Boudreaux when they fire him? Is it going to be Gallant? Probably or Gallant. La Violette. Probably Gallant. I would say Gallant. Because um, it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. You can't uh, leave those two coaches out there for the pickings. Yeah, but also you can't, like, Minnesota's got to do something. Like, I mean, everybody keeps forgetting that Minnesota even exists. Right. So either be better or be way worse because you got to do something. Detroit's taking the way worse route. Yeah, you can't. Well, nobody can beat Detroit. At being worse? Listen, at anything. <laughs> They're bad. They're so bad. They're so bad they got Mike Green out there breaking sticks. Well, I mean, you know. Mike, Mike, I don't like, uh, I don't like Mike Babcock Green, who wouldn't sign with the Leafs. I mean, might have turned out a little bit better if you just kind of waited out Babcock, but. Listen. I mean, maybe he has some instincts or some knowledge about Babcock that none of us did. I mean, he also didn't like that Babcock just didn't sign him to the Canadian Olympic team. So Justin Williams signed and then didn't play here in D.C. And now we don't Boo. play Carolina again this year. Boo! So we don't get to see Justin Williams or wear our whales. Boo! Amy well, D- I wore my whale. You did wear your whale. As a reverse jinx. And look what happened. I know it. It worked. But I think they've lost every time we've worn our whales. Not every. Well, maybe every time you and I. No, they've lost every time either one of them, because I didn't wear mine. And you didn't go the time I saw them play in Jersey, and they lost that game. Did we lose it? I thought we won the Carolina, the one that we just went to that I wore my whale. Carolina lost. Uh Uh-oh. Is what I'm saying. See, I'm I'm hearing they, meaning us, them. 
No, they, them, them. Well, then okay. Also, can the caps stop wearing those fucking thirds? Because those things are fucking cursed. But they're pretty. But they're fucking cursed. Let's get some steaming, steaming, steaming eagles. Dude, steaming eagles would be great. <laughs> just, just like fucking, little clouds come out their ass. No, just like fucking uh, the eagle in like a Korean spa bath, like <laughs> in a little towel. Yeah, uh, we actually have a significant amount of stuff for what's the message, Gary? Because some stupid shit happened, and um, I want to talk about more it. than some. Yeah. Um. So John Tortorella got fined for saying the refs were fucking stupid. Not in those words, but basically. What happened I mean, was, almost. I'm trying to think of how to explain this. A whistle was blown late. I don't know. Something stupid happened, and then the other team scored a goal, and Jonas Corposalo got injured, and it shouldn't have happened because the whistle should have been blown, and time shouldn't have been put back on the clock. And Well, actually, no. Time should have been put back on okay. the clock. A whistle was blown late in the game, and probably a little later than it should have been based on the play that was taking place. And I don't remember what play was taking place, per se. Listen, this is and me. there this was happened. even a... This, this whole incident happened before the Winter Classic. Yeah, and this... It, even during, like, when it happened, there was some question from the refs about whether or not they should go back and fix the clock. And they went over and talked to whoever, the timekeeper, blah, blah, blah. Are we going to fix the clock here? We're going to fix the clock. The clock didn't get fixed. Nobody said anything. Everybody said, okay, let's play. And nothing happened. And except for that the other team scored a goal with like point whatever seconds that were whatever left. No, not the other team. Columbus scored a goal. Except there wasn't enough time left on the clock for it to count. Mm -hmm. And if they had moved the clock back, it would have. But since it didn't, they went from overtime to a shootout. And during the shootout, Corpusalo hurt himself somehow. Anyway, so t- uh, so Tortorella is like, y'all fucking suck. You need to get your fucking lives together. You fucking stupid. And NHL gets mad. And they're like, you can't fucking say that. So they find him some ridiculous fucking amount of money. They find John Tortorella. 20 grand. So much more money for saying they're stupid then they find guys for actively hurting someone. Well, that's like, again, I'm going to put another dollar in Steve's jar. He said, so you can either, like, yell and scream and use naughty language about the NHL, or you can go spear your buddy four times. It'll cost you just as much. So then Corey Perry throws an elbow into the forehead of somebody from Nashville that I've forgotten who it was now. Uh, Ginger f- f- uh, uh, beard. Long beard. Oh, shit. Um, I can see him. Yes, but you said ginger beard, and now my brain is like, for a check! Oh, no, sorry. Ginger Nashville beard. Eat, eaten, eat, no, eat. Eaten. No, shit. I know, it's bugging me too. I'm looking it up. Me three. Oh my god, I really don't see him on here. Is it, it wasn't Eckholm, was it? Nope. Ellis, Ryan Ellis. Oh, there we go. So he elbows this man in the face in, like, the first minute of play of the goddamn Winter Classic. And then has to walk, take the world's longest walk of shame. Dude, you could play, like, the theme from Curb Your Enthusiasm six times, which some often do. Mm-hmm. And apparently, from what I understood, from what they said later on that I heard from somebody, it's not only, like, a long walk from the rink to the, you know, through the tunnel to the underground of the Cotton Bowl, but, like, wherever they dressed was, like, halfway around, like, 
to the middle of the someplace, like... Oh, yeah. It, it's like, that's why they had carts for the goalies, because they didn't want to make them hobble and all their equipment that far. I want you to know that the only one I saw taking the cart was Kudobin, because he's a king. Look, we love Dobby. Dobby's a national treasure. Don't forget it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, like, for bringing them in and out in between periods, I think they... I think they took carts. Maybe you just didn't see it. Maybe I just heard different. Who knows? Um, well, the only one that rode a cart that I saw was Dobby, and he rode it from the ice to the tunnel. Oh, jeez. But when they would come back out, they would walk from the tunnel to the ice. Yeah, I think there are carts inside that, like, took them further. It wouldn't surprise me. Because, I, I mean, when we were leaving, we walked past where the buses and shit were because everyone was, like, gathered up. Like, trying to meet people. And I'm like, if y'all don't get the fuck out of my way. Mm. So, Corey Perry gets five games for that, which is warranted. But yeah, now, he's... I would like to talk to you about the stupidest shit happening in the league right now. Oh, and it'll be in the league for a little bit more because it, there's a to be continued on this. It shouldn't be, but there is. Well, the reason there's a to be continued on it is because of the way the league has handled it so far. What's the message, Gary? Mm-hmm. So, Oilers versus Flames. The Battle of Alberta. Matthew Kachuk takes a run at Zach Cassian. Now, people will try to tell you that it was a clean hit, and people will try to tell you, including Matt Kachuk, that Cassian should have had his head up. But? Now, some people, Zach Cassian, were trying to play the goddamn puck. Um, then, so, uh, Kachuk takes a so run. I, so, wait, at that point, head up, head down, whatever, if he's trying to play the puck and he gets hit, that's at the very least interference. Okay. No? Well, apparently not. Mm. So, Kachuk runs him, and then play continues. Kachuk runs him again. And, I mean, these are not clean hits. Like, I'm like, I, like, don't understand how the whistle doesn't get blown on either of these hits, honestly. So. If it does, we d- we're not talking about any of this. Yeah. Anyway. If the whistle had gotten blown on Kachuk, then Cassian wouldn't have had to beat the tar out of Kachuk. Now, I don't know what no. podcast you had me listening to the other night where... Oh, that was the 31 Thoughts. Okay, so 31 Thoughts is like, well, I don't like that Cassian was fighting an unwilling combatant. Sorry, no. Kachuk made himself a combatant when he decided he would run run Cassian a couple of times. Like, you don't get to do that shit and then be like, no, I don't want to fight. Um, Unless you're Brad Marchand. Listen, that Look, little... I'm just saying. Then maybe Kachuk should have skated away, like Marchand does. Or, you know, hide behind other people at the very least. None of his teammates were going to protect him. Nah. A rat's a rat's a rat. Unless you're Travis Konechny, and you're a cute, cuddly rat, and then your teammates will protect you. Um. Uh, also, maybe a little bit of a dumb rat. Leave that rat alone. He's my Look. Favorite, he's my favorite rat. He's more like a raccoon. Those are trash pandas. Yeah. He's a trash panda. He's more like a raccoon. He's like a cute cuddly rat. And Kachuk is like a fucking possum. He's like a he's like a New York City uh train platform rat. Um not he's a like D- bagel not, rat. Not a DC like platform mouse. A New York City train platform rat. Oh yeah. We saw you know pizza rat? We saw bagel rat when we went to New York to see a hockey game. Anyway. He had a whole half of bagel. He was tru- he was trucking a lot of the tracks with it too. He was all happy. So Cassian decides to beat the snot out of Kachuk, which Kachuk deserves. I mean, yeah, like if talk the refs to most of the league. If the refs are gonna, aren't going to do anything about it, 
and players have to take things into their own hands, that's on the refs, honestly. Like, I think so, too. Do- I think that is... This whole kerfuffle is the sign of a badly refereed game. And, like, bad refereeing aside, if Kachuk is going to dish it out, he needs to be willing to take it. So drop your mitts and throw some punches, you little bitch. Anyway, so Cassian gets suspended just enough games that his first game back is going to be against the Flames. And then they play each other again, like, a few days after that. Yeah, so the game that Cassian comes back, not Paros, but the other guy, is going to be at the no, game. No, I, I think Paros, Paros is one is of Paros the guys that's going to be, be there. there, yeah. Yeah. So they've, Paros and his little crony guy, his assistant crony, um, have both spoken to the Oilers and the Flames, and they're trying to smooth things over. You know what would have smoothed things over? Fucking calling the Kachuk runs. Mm-hmm. And none of this would have happened. And then, day before yesterday, Thursday, because this is now Saturday that we're recording this, um, this clip comes out of um, Matthew Perot, former Washington Capitol. Matty P. Certified beauty, Matthew Perot. He's saying adorable. that he's going to take his stick and smack the next guy who elbows him in the face. Because Matty P took an elbow to the face. Didn't get called. No discipline. Matty P's pissed, and I understand that. So, what's the message, Gary, if you're not willing to protect your players who are getting hit in the head, who are taking these violent hits, and then you want to be mad that, like, players are swinging their sticks and hitting each other or punching the lights out on guys? This is a mess of your own making, dude. Well, and what's interesting is... There are at least two really old school refs that are retiring this year. Please say one of them's Tim Peel. No, not that I know of. Not that Tim Peel's been refing, but how his leg? I don't know. Kelly Kelly Sutherland. Oh, he bless up for that dude retiring. He's fucking terrible. And Dan O'Halloran. Aw, I mean, listen, Dan O'Halloran's a terrible referee. True. But do I love to chant his name? Yes. Yes. So, yeah, from what I hear, they're both retiring this year. And from what I hear, somebody pointed out that, and I forget what game it was during, I would love to have seen it, that um, before Kelly Sutherland went to center ice to make a call for something, he had to remember to reach in his pocket and put it in his teeth. Lord almighty. I will not be sorry to see the backside of that man. I mean. Anyway, so what's happening with these these last couple of incidents like, Corey Perry got what he deserved. He deserved five games. He deserved to miss his, like, homecoming game to the Ducks or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, fuck off. Well, because that's, that's always been Corey Perry. Yes, exactly. But, like, and I don't know Zach Cassian's history. I know Matty P is not that kind of dude, really. But, He's a lover, not a fighter. But you can't put these guys in this situation, not do anything to protect them and expect them not to retaliate. Exactly. And, you know, my point about the older refs leaving, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because I don't know if it's if it's their propensity to let the boys play or make a shit ton of call. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. Well, you know I, who we need to have. You know who we need to have on the dude. He's on. Um. Uh. It wasn't puck soup. The one that Wish does with what's her butt. The ESPN hockey one. Oh, the they, scouting the refs. Yes, I, we need to um, have him on. 
I would wonder, like, because I don't notice that Sutherland and O'Halloran are necessarily let the guys play, but, like, so much as they're just like, what are you even looking at? Are we watching the same game kind of guys? No, true. Um, But, I mean, another thing that I think is going to continue to escalate is the Wayne Simmons and Garnet Hathaway thing, because Garnet Hathaway was down on the ice with Simmons and Wood basically beating on him, and somehow that came out as matching minors even though it involved two devils beating on one capital who was back on the ice i think that's the default in a scrum where they can't tell the difference or where they where they can't tell where it started i think that's the default for a ref they'll just give each guy two for roughing and call it a day then how do i'd rather have Wait, 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 wait. How can it be each guy two for roughing if it was just matching minors? Simmons came out with nothing on that. Oi. Remember? No, you weren't there. You were home with Plague. I was home with Plague. It's it's a mess of their own making, and I think we're going to see it continue to escalate if if refs are not doing anything. And this season has been really bad. Mm-hmm. And like I said about Maddie P, that's the kind of thing... He said, and if I get suspended, I get suspended. But honestly, swinging a stick is the kind of thing you don't get suspended for. If you're Evgeny Malkin. And he's not. And that motherfucker swings his stick around all the time. So if Maddie P does that and he does get suspended, I'm starting a petition. Because Malkin has done that multiple times and gotten nothing. Well, but that proves our theory then. I know it if, does. Yeah. It's because Maddie doesn't have the name recu- recognition. He doesn't We have love talent. him, but that doesn't mean everybody else does. He's not Yevgeny Malkin. But Malkin's no. going to get away with that, and I bet Maddie P's not. But he should, based on the precedent they've set. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because he doesn't really have... He doesn't have... Maddie P doesn't have a history of anything. No. He's a good boy. He has a history of being handsome. Never did anything wrong in his life. Except leave the Washington Capitol. Olympic rules in, um, in low lights. I went to this Caps Flyers me, game. Me, and then Oi. Which was their Pride Night game, which was fine. And it was, uh, I would say having gone to both of them, the Caps one was better. Yeah, it's Pride Night. Yeah. To be clear. Okay, yes. I somehow didn't get Caps Ottawa on here. But but whatever. Highlights. The Dude, moment- there was an off-ice highlight at the, Cap- the, the Caps Flyers game that you need to let our dear listeners know about so i'm there with micah and they and i met up there and um we're walking from shake shack back to where our seats are and uh all of a sudden we hear this blaring music and i'm like what the fuck where is that coming from and then there's a man moving people to the side parting people like the red sea because gritty is coming through um on a a hoverboard Followed by his, uh, his security guards, his, 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 um, secret service on the hoverboards and also the Flyers cheerleaders and also the Flyers color guard blaring, come on Eileen. That's just amazing. It was incredible. And Micah and I both have our phones out, but neither of us can get the video to work quick enough because we're just (sighs) like, like, A, we've got Shake Shack in our hands, but B, we're both like staring like, you just, like, nothing prepares you for that. <laughs> like, I mean, there's a video. If you had been prepared for that, I would wonder about your lifestyle choices. There, there's a video of it on Twitter. Um, I of, saw it. It's amazing. That. And it's like, <laughs> and he just goes by, and then everybody comes at back to the middle of the concourse and keeps walking <laughs> like nothing ever happened. Things that are normal in Philly, apparently. Well, nothing's normal in Philly. 
Anyway, so I sit down and this guy is sitting next to me. And like, as soon as the game starts, one of the first things he says is about how oh, oh, someone should slit Ovi's throat. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be that kind of game. Oi. <laughs> and then the cap and then the flyers scored because the caps suck. And then Nick Backstrom scored and I revealed myself to be a caps fan. Which was probably a mistake. And then um, the Caps fucked up and let the Flyers score shorthanded. Because that's how bad the Caps' uh, power play is. Mm. And the Flyers ended up winning. But I said at the beginning of the game that Travis Konechny was the only one allowed to score. And then he scored. And I was like, you know what? This is not what I wanted. I heard, speaking of the Caps' power play. Mm. Wait, we'll go to, we're not in the bad news yet. We're still to good news, aren't we? No, this is low lights. Talk about the Caps' power play. All right, we're in the right place. I heard a statistic this afternoon. That it's fucking terrible? I want you to tell me how, since December, how many other teams in the NHL have a worse power play statistically than the Capitals? None of them. One of them. And Do you know Detroit. who they are? No. Really? Col- Columbus. I keep yelling that the Sabres power play is better than the Caps power play, and it's weird to know I'm right. Since December only. Not overall. Since December. And I'm only saying the Sabres power play is better. I mean, because statistically it is. But uh, because of JoJo. But also it is. Because it would hard to be, be hard to be worse than our power play. Dude, apparently only one team is. Then, 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 after we played the Flyers, we decided to go and get fucking shellacked by the New Jersey Devils. Like, who does that? Us? The, the Washington Capitals? And the Tampa Bay no, Lightning. No, no, the Washington Dunton and, and the, the Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay Lightning. Lightning. It was embarrassing. Oh, my God. I had to pee. I was like, I had to pee. And my seatmate, Sarah, just goes, why What are you going to miss? She goes, why not just go? What are you going to miss? And I'm like, right. So I left. And um, she was right. I didn't miss anything. Blake Coleman short scored shorthanded. Oh my god. The worst thing to see is to see Blake Coleman get the puck when your team's on a power play. No shit. Well, didn't he? He didn't hang a hat trick on us. Who did he hang a hat trick on? Toronto. It was his first career hat trick. There you go. And they were like they lost that game like eight to four. Mm-hmm. Not eight to four, seven to four. I don't know. So close close to that. The Something in goal, that general the area. Goal was, was PK. Um Oh, I'm sorry. Speaking of losing, I just turned around and looked at the television, which I turned on with the sound down. Uh-huh. Um, Toronto is currently losing to Chicago. <laughs> Three nothing with seven minutes left in the first. Woof. Big woof. Yep. Who's in goal for that? Well, that's a good question. Hold on. Show me something other than center ice. Dun dun da Anderson. Well, okay, Freddie. That's what you want to do, bud. That's also a Morgan Riley-less defense. Oh, that's true. Poor Morgan. I know. Those goals are from Kajula, Taze, and Sod. Yeesh. So the devil. Sorry, I just totally like took this off of it. Yep, that's fine. So I put this Caps Islanders game from today under the lowlights. I did it about halfway through the second period. Because you are not a believer. And then I left it there because you know what? Don't encourage that shit. It's fun shit. No, it's not. Sure it is. Because you, you know like what to happens? Have your butthole turned inside out. Because you know what happens? Because the fourth goal is from is is from from the Islanders was from what's his butt who did the little bird thingy and got all full of himself 
And then what happened? Yeah, so, uh, this, uh, this, uh, Caps game that happened today. It's what happened. It was good. Sure happened. It sure fucking happened. So, um. And the Caps road crew was there. I'm jealous. (laughs) So the Caps go to the island. Yes, way on the island. And, Not to the uh, island, on the island. And and my boyfriend shit the bed. Let's just oh, start yeah. there. No, you know what? I'm not going to put that on Holtby so much as I'm going to put at least, at least half of it on Dmitry Orlov. All right, I'll take that. Because two of those goals were directly Dmitry Orlov's fault. One of them was a bad bounce off of Gudis' skates. And that fourth one was definitely unhealthy. Um, but, um, so, Caps get to the island. Ovi scores a goal and you think, all right, Caps aren't going to shit the bed today. <laughs> yeah, and then. The island so, score immediately after that. Because and Orlov, then immediately after that. Orlov then... turns it over because Orlov, you know, when Orlov fucks up, he really fucks up. He and knows then, how to turn um, over a puck, man. And then um, then they scored again because somebody threw the puck and it hit Gudis' skates and went between Holtby's legs and into the net. And yeah, that sucks on someone's part, but I don't really think it's Radko's or Holtby's fault. Because, no. like, who can ca- account for that? And also, I don't want to blame Radko Gudis for anything because I love him. There is that. <laughs> uh, then... They scored again. And after, then they did a little bird Then they scored cell. again after we killed a five on three that lasted Fucking a hell. minute and a half. Okay, so first of all, we get a two minute penalty because we tried to overturn one of their goals. Mm. Which and then and that was Todd. We, so anyway, we get a penalty. We take a penalty because we're stupid. And actually, this was this penalty. And then the second one off of Gudis' skates was uh, after the five on three. Okay. All right, okay. What happened was, um, <laughs> so we take the delay of game because we tried to overturn the first goal, mm-hmm. which was not overturned because they claim that Nelson had control of the puck when he entered the zone. Which, which was, was a bunch of bushy. Absolutely not true, but whatever. So then Carl Hagelin, who's a big ass, dumb ass motherfucker, like I cannot believe. Who's also on a scoring streak, but go on. Listen. He owed us that goal after what he did. That's true. He owed specifically John Carlson, Jonas Siegenthaler, and Braden Holtby that goal after what he did. Mm. Because those dudes killed almost a minute and a half of five on three. Part of it with Jonas not having a stick because his broke. True. Because Carl Hagelin cross-checked a dude right in front of a goal- uh, goalie. Right in front of a, what are they called? Referee. Ref. Wow. <laughs> Wow. And went to the box to go sit with Ovi, who was serving the delay of game. And made our poor boys have to really suffer. And then right as the penalties expire, off of Gudis escaped. Boo. And, and then know, the fourth, and that wasn't the fourth one though, was it? That was the second one. Then they got a third one. That I think was actually a power play goal. Because yes, one of them was a power the play Islanders goal. The tweeted that the second one wasn't a power play goal, but it had actually expired. And then they thought then the third one actually was. And then Devon Taves, who, That's who it was. for games and games, I thought it was Devonte. And I'm like, what the fuck? They don't have a Devonte. We have a Devonte. Um, yeah, I think of that every time they say his name, too. <laughs> and um, 
I think it should be Devin, though, by the way. Yeah, because he's white? Sure. Pretty much. Yeah, believe me. The first time I saw this guy and I'm like, he's going by Devon and he's white? All right. Um, How much you want to bet it's Devin and he doesn't have the balls to tell anybody any different? Somebody said, I did see on Twitter earlier today that he do- he probably doesn't even pronounce Taze like that, but he's too scared to tell anybody. Yeah, well, you know. Anyway, it's probably, so he it's scores. probably Devin, Devin Toes. Toes. He scores, and he does the Kuznets uh, bird celly. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, Islander's Twitter thinks it's the shit. But and then what happens? First of all, anybody who mocks the bird celly is a fucking asshole because he does that for his daughter. First of all, how many players on how many teams who have mocked the bird celly have ended up losing to the Washington Capitals? You I'm just saying. Yeah, our Timmy Padarin did it, and now he's a ranger. Fucking hell. <laughs> now you're a ranger, bitch! <laughs> Rebuild's go over! Do, go do your bird celly in the middle of Times Square, asshole. <laughs> anyway, um, so the Islanders posted it on Twitter, and this is in the second period, guys. Um, oh, I know. They thought they won the fucking they game. They thought they were the shit, because it was 4-1 at the end of the second period. You know what? It was 4-1. We can tell Steve Dangle it was 4-1. Sorry. 4-1 at the end of the second period. And uh, the Islanders post 100% or 100 Sally, you know, 100 emoji Sally, Devon Taves. That is now deleted because uh, they got fucking wrecked because cats come out in the third period and we're like, fuck you, buddy. You don't make fun of that. He does that for his daughter. You know what I loved? Somebody posted on Twitter. A thing of the it wasn't the one that the Islanders put up, it was somebody random. And uh Danny at Records and Radio replied with the Ovechkin the little it, it was video, it wasn't a gif of ding dong, pizza's here and in the cabinet, pizza's here and then in the backseat of the car, pizza's here. Yep. <laughs> so Ovi had already scored one goal. Ovi comes out and he's like, Fuck you, buddy, you make fun of my friend? Second goal. So now it's, it's, uh, no. Verona scored it, right? No. Hallin. No, Ovi, ha- Ovi, wait, no. I gotta pull it. Ovi scored the first one. Now I gotta pull it up. Because I don't he remember. scored the second one, too, because that was the one where he fell. Oh, in the, in the Sally. Nope, Hagelin no. scored the second goal. So Hagelin scores the second goal because he fucking owes us after that 5 on 3. And by us, I mean Jonas, Carlson, and, uh, Holtby. Um, oh, 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 we pulled Holtby. We pulled yeah, we Holtby. did. Um, which, listen, I don't know that I would blame everything that happened on Holtby, but we suddenly started Which you gotta do better. something, yeah. Then Ovechkin scored again. Then Orly, then... Then Orlov did not actually score. Oh, that's right, it was Wilson. They Wilson ended it. up tipping it in, so Tom Wilson scores against the Islanders, which we always... To tie it up! Yay! To tie the game. Then Verana takes the lead with an unassisted goal. Little baby V off the bench. He's so good. And then Alex Ovechkin gets the empty netter. The Caps finally hit the goddamn empty net. And it's Ovi for the hat trick to tie and Steve Iserman for ninth all time in goal scoring. Fucking hell. Past Mario Lemieux. Like, bye girl, bye. Yep. Hat tricks in consecutive games because, oh, we are not even to the highlights yet. Anyway, the Islanders had to delete that uh, Devon Taves. Selly. Yeah, uh, I think they may have. Oh, they deleted it. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be doing that ever again. No. Ovi 
Alex Ovechkin the rest of on you the ice be warned said yeah no bird sellies except for koozie listen or you know do what you want learn a Let lesson dress it appropriately learn a lesson don't make fun of something a man does to make his kid happy it's true just saying anyway, you know what else we had you know listener- what else though a listener question in oh, that's right. direct relation to this game, which was from Elizabeth Ann. Is what the fuck happened in the third period today? And that's um, Alex Ovechkin said, yet spat upon the ice and took matters into his own hands. It's true. You know what else, though, helped a little bit? A, cast road crew in the house. B, captain in the house. Captain was at the game. I know. He made friends with the Islanders dog. Yes. Her name is Tori. Her name is Tori. Captain took a road trip. I can't believe he's only five months old. He's just a baby. He's a huge 60 baby. 60 pound baby. Yes. And highlights. We played the Hurricanes twice, and I would just like to say, where's your God now, Warren Fogle? Fucking hell. You All they talked about the last couple of times the Caps had played the um, Carolina the Hurricanes, and we had, like, you know, gotten trounced by them, was... Warren Fogle is a cap killer. Warren Fogle so good at playing the Washington Capitals. Warren Fogle, I didn't hear from that bitch in either one of these games. That's right. Hoopst! Warren Fogle hoopst! Although, in bad news, uh, Doogie Hamilton got his leg folded underneath him Thursday night. I love that you cannot call him by his God-given name. I don't- Listen, I refuse to call a grown man Dougie. But you call him Doogie! Alright. Don't be called- Don't call a grown- Don't go by- Dougie is a grown man. All right. Anyway, poor Doogie. Doogie snapped his leg in half, basically. He broke his fibula. His, I mean, snapped his leg in half. That shit buckled. It's gross. Don't look at it. Yeah, um, don't. Uh, and, and since we were just talking about this Islanders game, we might as well talk about the Cap Sharks game that basically ended the same way. Only a little bit well, more exciting. No. Because the Caps... There's a lot less time involved. Yes, the Caps um, were playing the Sharks, and it was going shitty, and we were like, man, what if we fucking leave? Um, and I really wanted to, because Evander Kane, actual rapist, scored a hat trick in, like, the second Ew. period. And I was like, you know what? Like, he scored the second one, and I was like, you know what? If he scores a hat trick, I'm fucking leaving. I mean, I didn't, because I paid, you know, for tickets to be there, and also Amy drove, and Amy wasn't going to leave. So, no. I mean, I could have just gone to the bar and gotten extremely drunk, but, um, so I didn't leave. I did go to the bathroom, but I didn't leave. And um, <laughs> the bathroom is where I like to go to sulk when games are going wrong, okay? Um, hey. John Walton. worst places. John Walton soothes me. Um, so the Caps are down two goals with like two minutes to go. Not even. And Verona scores on the with our our goalie pulled. And then, yeah, it was with it was with a minute. Both of those then, goals got scored in a minute. Now we've got thirty seconds left, and we need another goal to tie the game. And then T.J. Oshie scores. Timothy, Timothy. And everybody's singing Country Roads. And the game is tied. And it's like exactly what the fucking Sharks did to us last season. Where we lost like a five goal lead because we're fucking stupid. That's right. I've forgotten about that. I wiped it from my brain. And then it goes to overtime and we fucking win. But people had been leaving. So the arena is like fucking half empty. Ha ha, you fools. Well, you know, it emptied out when they made it 4-1. Yeah. And then, or no, it was 4-2, rather. It emptied out when they hit the empty net. Yes. But and we, then, we were not and done. And then when we scored, all of a sudden people turned around and came to fuck back in. They were like, shit, 
then we scored again and more people came back and they were like oh it's game now yeah no we're stupid dumb dumbs didn't leave in the first place um you pay for a whole hockey game in, if it uh, goes to overtime you get free hockey yeah and then some people uh, got mad at jacob verana because he was like real fans don't leave and like you know what some people were like but real fans can't be there for whatever reason can't stay the whole game because of medical reasons that's not what he means no and you know that's not what he means he means what i just said you pay for the whole game you stay for the whole game he means you thought the game was over because we were down three goals two goals whatever and you got up and left because you thought we'd lost it and we came back and we won you gave up on the team he means you you that gave up on the team i know what he meant nobody who listens to us left don't slander. We're preaching to the choir. Don't slander my son like that. Nicholas Backstrom re-signed with Capitals for five years, and some people really don't like it. Who doesn't like it? Well, they it's think a good that, deal for everybody that, involved. That when it gets toward the latter half of that, they're going to be really upset because it's going to be an overpay for someone who's declining. Look. Listen, Nick Backstrom gets the yips now and again, but fuck you. That's all. It can't be worse. And by the time, five years from now, nine million for a declining center is going to be probably league average. That Nick Backstrom never makes me want to rip my face off like John Carlson does. So we had a five on three the other night that was fucking wasted because of John Carlson's terrible sloth pass. And that's what we're calling it now. You know, you know, and you guys know the Watch the Caps, and you know exactly what I'm talking about, where John Carlson does that lazy little pass, the little slow one, no oomph behind it to get it to the other person. It's fucking lackadaisical, fucking garbage pass. And, oh, Doogie fucking Hamilton picks it up, and they score four-handed because that's what we do now. Think of every Caps power play as an opportunity for the other team to score shorthanded. You know what? Maybe they should change the defenseman and put, like, I don't know, fucking Jonas or Gudis out there because clearly they need someone who can defend. Here's the thing, though. They also need somebody who's pretty much perfected the pass to Ovi. Well, it's not John Carlson. It, it isn't? No. All right. How many times this season, this season alone, have you watched Carlson whiff on it or send it wild as fuck over to Ovi? Right, but I'd say... 85 to 90 percent of the time it gets there mm. it just looks like it happens more often than that fuck john carlson every time you say john carlson for norris god kills a kitten um, look speaking of other defensemen there was a really cute um article on nhl.com about siegenthaler where he called the penalty kill his little baby and i really feel like i need to bring that up because it killed me this kills the man i mean our penalty kills a whole lot better than our fucking power play oh my god our penalty kills amazing that's why, you know, when I, I, you know why we can't put either one of them up there? Because they're both on the PK. You can't make them do both. John Carlson does both. He does? Uh, John Carlson killed almost a minute and a half of five on three tonight. Was that because he had to? No. Who was in the box? Haglund. Ovi, Ovi, and, oh, you're right. Uh-huh. Wait, but maybe Haglin does kill penalties. He's not a defenseman. It doesn't matter. It was, um, who was out there? Carlson, Holtby... Siegenthaler, and I believe Eller. Mm. So, to you. I don't think he regularly kills penalties. I think he might have been out there because. Carlson? Really? Yes, Carlson's a penalty killer. All right. Do you watch the Capitals? Look. Apparently. (laughs) Apparently. Listen. Listen. 
apparently not as closely as you do. You have a propensity to watch defensemen. Uh, you think? Olympic rules in this shootout, boys. Order of shooters is me, 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 and then me again. I'm fucking TJ Yoshi. Speaking of, let's talk about some thighlights. Uh, let's talk about specifically how good your boyfriend looked at Wish Upon a Par. Dude, just like, I don't know. Just make him stand there and take golf shots as punishment, and I'll watch. I'll keep track. Like, I'm not often shooketh by how good Holtby looks, but, like, fuck. The whole package, too. The arms, the hips, the the badonk, the thighs, the everything. Also, regrettably, also, no, okay, let's start with, like, let's, I want to, like, talk about Gudis, because also, hello, sir. And my electric complex. And also, the two whole pictures of Jonas Siegenthaler that were... It's the first time I've ever seen his arms. Like, I didn't know he had skin below his neck. Who? Jonas. The erotic chain content was so fine. <laughs> yeah, oh, there was a lot of that at the top golf. Oh, yeah. Do you know what, though? There's one... There's, there's one child for whom the erotic chain content does not work for me. Rana? Yes. Listen, I think that the problem, like, I think of Rana as a child, specifically my child, so... But yeah, I think of him as a child, too. I mean... Which is stupid. He, he could be my child. Which is stupid, because he's older than Sam Sonov and Siegenthaler, but... I mean, I think of them as both as children, too. Especially the kitten. But yeah, there's something about a chain around Rana's neck that makes me go... But also... His chain is like important to him. Yeah, it's recall. from his grandma, right? His well, his cross is like for his grandma, and he like kisses it during the anthem every or before he goes on ice. I don't know something. It's a thing because remember in his first fight last season, it got snapped. He, yes, I remember. And Kuzi went and found it for him, and then of course I went to hockey and heels, and I put this under thigh lights for one specific reason, which is. I got to take a selfie with Jonas Siegenthaler. Ta-da! And that's it. Goodbye. Good night. You also took a posed picture with him. Yes. Doing a face-off. And it's on Russian. Julie wants, to, Julie wants to do a face-off with Jonas, but in a different way. That doesn't work. That All I can think about right now is that movie <laughs> Face-Off. <laughs> so I want you to roll that one back. Okay. I want you to, I want you to like... Consider it rolled back. It, it got weird. Sorry. Um, well, listener questions. I make it weird. Um, from my, it's not burning, but I'd really like to hear what you'd like to see if the Caps would do a Pride Night that wasn't the bare minimum. Basically, pretend you're in charge of Pride Night. Um, the Caps Pride Night was actually decent this year. I would like to see them promo it more. It's interesting because they did the Hockey Talks Night, Thursday night, didn't promo, actually promoed that less than they did Pride Night. And actually did less for Hockey Talks Night than they did Pride Night. Although they did do the Hockey Talks panel at MedStar. And I would like to see them do something like that. The Jersey Devils have actually done, like, Pride Night, like, panels. And they've had people like um, Harrison Brown come out and do stuff. Oh, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I love Har- I love Harrison Brown. But Philly did a great thing where they had, like, interviews with, like, the You Can Play founder and stuff like that. So having been to a couple of different places and following a couple of different teams that do those things, I have seen some things that would be great to incorporate. But the Caps did a lot better this year than they have in the past. 
Yeah, I would say so, too. Um, Yeah, I don't know what else they could have done, I mean, aside from what you've already said. Knowing that they did have, you know, LGBTQ service members... As the people that they did their military salute for. And that wasn't explicitly said for the, um, for the, the guy that was there for the anthem, but, I mean, it was obvious that the the ones that were recognized later in the game. Right, she and her wife, yeah. (laughs) But, uh, I shouldn't say lesbians, but queer. And, but, like, they could have had more interviews. Philly, Philly did a lot of interviews with queer participants, like the You Can Play guy, and a couple of different ones. So, like, a low, they, um, had someone from, like, a local, I believe a local charity thing. I was not in the arena for a lot of the intermission stuff, so I don't really know what they did for intermission. I know, I don't know if Jersey did the panel this year. They could have done a ceremonial puck drop. That would have been nice. I believe Philly did do one with the guy from You Can Play. So they, I mean, there's a lot of stuff they still could do. Nashville does a full giveaway of like pride hats. Some teams did a mystery hat giveaway. Or not giveaway, but a mystery hat, like, purchase thing where you could purchase a hat and it was signed by, like, like a mystery puck, but hats, which Jersey did, uh, not Jersey, uh, mm. Buffalo did for Hockey Fights Cancer. All three of mine were Kyle Pozo because they did not shuffle them in any way at all. Oh, um, that's horrible. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's not horrible. Like, I, I like Kyle Pozo, but it would have been nice that- But not three times in a fucking row. Not all three of them are mine. But they did a good job with the with the pucks that I got in Philly for y'all. I didn't get yeah. a double once. But that was Philly. This is Buffalo. Our yeah. Buffalo. Um, like mystery hats would be a cool idea. But Nashville also does jerseys. Montreal does jerseys. I think Vancouver also does jerseys. The thing, but but teams the, that don't have Russian players do jerseys. That's and that's I think always going to be a. Yeah, I think that's always going to be a sticking point in D.C., unfortunately. And then it sucked to see this year who didn't use Pride Tape, Tom Wilson. Right, Timothy Jimothy. (sighs) From Elizabeth Ann, in the tune of the question from Brian, can we get, why are the Capitals bad when they play the Devils? Because the Devils are bad and the Capitals like to play down to teams that are bad. That's all. That's the simplest answer, yeah. But also that first game that we played against the Devils, Domingue stood on his head. Domingue is not that good. Yeah. That was unusual. Because even when he played in Tampa, he wasn't that good. That was that was not normal for Louis Domingue. Which is why he's already broken. Yeah, well. Um, from Elizabeth Ann, I think I have hoggles for Garnet Hathaway. Is there resolution to this? No, just lean in. Or, you know, don't drink. You don't think Garnet Hathaway is hot? Like, I don't think it's, like, like conventionally hot, but, like, sexy. No, there's something about his face that makes me go, ugh. But, it, like, the sexiness is not related to his face. It's the attitude. Eh. Eh. There's, here's the thing. There is so much sexy attitudinous to go around on this team. All right. It's wasted on Garnet Hathaway. It's that swag. That's what it is. It's the swag. You all like the fighters. I, I don't. don't I don't like Tom Wilson, and you know it. That's true, but you like you some Ryko Gudis, and let's count his penalty minutes. Right, career Gudis is like legitimately hot and big. Is he though? Yes. Okay, Electra. Shut the fuck up. From Elizabeth Ann, what's the over under on Jacob accompanying Timorous Jimorous to St. Louis? No, he won't. I mean, he might. It'd but... be really funny. I think he should do it. I think they should give him a microphone. Oh my god. Oh my god. That would be. 
Capitals, we've got your opportunity to make content. Poor Jack Bub. No, I, look, first of all, first of all, it's vac- it's vacation time. That little boy is going to, like, going somewhere find the warmest place possible. He's going somewhere in Mexico, and, like, the snake he is to lay on a rock. With other with, with other shirtless boys. But see, all his friends that he used to go on vacation with are gone now. Yeah, there's no Andre. No Andre, no there's, DSP. Oh. Who is going to take V on vacation? I mean, it might be Timothy Jimothy. Or you know what? Listen, Jacob Rana... Maybe- Maybe the Carlsons. Maybe the Carlsons need a babysitter. No, Jacob Vrana not having children is going somewhere very different than the people who do. Well, that's true. He's going somewhere that's pants off. Or he's just going to be someone. No, or he's just going to turn into somebody's like second child. He's not. It's going to be one or the other. He's not Andre Burakovsky. But he could be. Like who? Who? I don't want him to head down that road, but he could. It's going to be him and Jonas. And like I don't know, is Hathaway like maybe Tom Wilson? Hathaway Tom Wilson. is is not yet married, but is fianced. Okay, see, maybe they'll. All oh, go and he's no born. Hathaway. I know what he's doing because there was uh between the blue lines this afternoon. Oh, and I haven't listened to it yet, so don't tell me. Okay, um, he's not going there. He's going to a cold place. Ew, why? Um, making marriage plans, oh. wedding, finalizing wedding things. Gross. No, that's not what bye week is for, bud. Go somewhere and take your shirt off. Um, from tiny or you know, make your wife to be happy. No, go somewhere and take your shirt off, which will also make your wife to be happy. From tiny Holtby, a ranking of Rana's nicknames, if you would: Jake the Snake, Baby V, Danger Noodle, Check Prince, Dick Prince, and Little Hiss Hiss. I like Danger Noodle the best. Listen, and then Baby V. And at the very bottom of whatever it is is Jake the Snake because it's horrible. Baby V is number one. Then Danger Noodle. Danger Noodle's number two. Okay. Bottom, Jake the Snake. Whatever other nicknames you have for Baby V, and then, like, 20 slots after that is Jake the Snake. Yes. I don't know why they just, like, make Joe B stop it. I hate it so much. And it's like they kept calling Mario Lemieux Super Mario this afternoon. And I don't know how many times Craig said that, but I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, does Craig Lachlan even know who Super, actually, actual Super Mario is? It's like you you come up with a nickname and then you just flog it to death. Um, Jack Bob needs to stop picking, like, not safe for work goal songs so that we can get rid of that <laughs> stupid Slither song. Who's letting and, Jacob Frana listen to music with swears? I knowing what the rest of them listen to. Look, he's a latchkey kid at this point. Oh no! He doesn't have a girlfriend. Supposedly. He hasn't been adopted by anybody. He does have a big hickey on his neck. All his friends are gone. Ask me how I know. He, I'm mm, hockey and heels. Uh, you know what he needs? You know what Jack Bub needs? He needs a dog. Adult supervision? He loves Captain way too much. He needs a dog. He does not need a dog. He needs adult supervision. Next time, it will be after the bye week. We'll talk about the All-Star game, and we'll talk about everybody who had their shirts off during the bye week, which is apparently not going to be Garnet Hathaway. Thanks. Tom Wilson well, will probably go somewhere and wear his tiny floral shorts that he loves so much. Hey, as long as there's no shirt with him. <laughs> Because that meantime, boy gets tan quick and it looks good. So does Jacob um, Verona. 
You know, and Jacob Verona's gonna go somewhere and he's gonna take his shirt off and he's gonna look like how like he looks. Like a child because he has a little Audi belly button. Like how he looks because his head's real small. That is also another reason why I think the chain looks weird. Because his head's real small. That's right. Too small for his head. His body's out of proportion. Yes. You can message Fix us. it, Jack Bum. Fix it. In the meantime, you can message us on Twitter at PuckerUpPodcast. You can also email us at PuckerUpPod at gmail.com. You can visit our website at PuckerUpHockey.com. And we have a Patreon at Patreon.com slash PuckerUpPodcast. And we're thinking of recording our thoughts whilst we watch all-star activities for Patreon members. And eventually we might start playing Chell on Twitch. If we ever get good at it. Or maybe even if we don't. I don't think Amy's ever going to get good at it. And look, you want to buy me a PlayStation? I'll get good. You want to stop having Plague so you can come over again ever? (laughs) Amy's sick again! Look, Amy's getting over getting sick again. Amy spent the whole day in bed yesterday. I can't help it if it's 70 degrees one day and ice on my car the next. The weather got disgusting. Thanks for listening. Bye.